1: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary.
0: 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Thompson Wax Program with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. (laughs) Of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat presents Fibber McGee and Polly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by the Kings fan and music by Billy Mills. The show opens with OGO Joy. <laughs> these some speakers and writers have a tendency to use big phrases and words when small simple words might be better civilization is a big word for example but home is a small word that we can all understand a word that expresses everything we're fighting for liberty freedom family and it's a word that tells the part you women play in this war for it's your main job to keep those home fires burning keep your homes clean orderly cheerful And it's part of your job to take care of the things you have, make them last a longer time. Now, that's not an easy job, but a useful product like Genuine Johnson's Wax makes it easier. Because the regular use of Johnson's Wax gives lasting protection to floors, furniture, and woodwork, guards them against dirt and wear, makes cleaning easier, saves you hours of time, and adds rich beauty in the bargain. Try protective housekeeping in your home if you're not already a regular user of Genuine Johnson's Wax. Face, liquid, or cream. Alexander Graham Bell could have foreseen that people would pick up his invention and say, guess who this is, he'd have dropped the whole idea. If Edison had known that his phonograph would wind up playing Chattanooga choo-choo, he'd have spent more time on the electric light. That's how it is with men who have ideas, men with vision, men who do things, men who... Well, you'll get a rough idea listening to Fibber McGee and Molly. And I tell
2: you now, Oh, but I, McGee, I don't want you to make me a footstool. I want to buy this one
3: advertised by the Ton.
4: That?
3: That rickety, unseasoned hammer-scratched not-holy hunk of driftwood? That wobbly-leg son of a cheap card table? <laughs> it is not cheap. It's twelve ninety-five. Well, go buy a 13 buck hat, then. I'm making this footstool. I'll turn you out the most unreasonably exact facsimile of this advertisement you ever laid your beautiful big green eyes on. My eyes are blue. They'll be green with jealousy when they see the footstool I'm going to make.
1: Why, when I get started on a project for this Come time... in. Hi, Johnny. Hello, daughter. You ordered some stuff from the hardware store? No, Mr. Oldtimer. I don't believe... I
3: did. I ordered a few woodworking tools, Oldtimer.
1: Is that they? You betcha, Johnny. <laughs> Soles, hand drill, scrapers, spirit level, cross cut saw, and some brass tacks. Mm. <laughs> How much, old-timer? Well, let me see now. Johnny, don't have four, seven, 962, including the coffee.
2: What coffee? Did you order coffee from the hardware store, did you? No, I didn't.
3: Now, look, old-timer, what's the idea?
1: Ah, wait a minute, Johnny. <laughs> don't get your portion of pandemonium. <laughs> I just... Uh, Hey, daughter. What's your pandemonium? That's an uproar. That's what I thought. I uh, don't get your push in the pandemonium, Johnny. You ordered this stuff from the hardware store, didn't you? Yes or no? Yes, but I finally did delivered, didn't you? Well. Yes I... or no? Yes, but I you knew they didn't have any delivery service, didn't you? Yes or no? No, I didn't. Well, they have. not so I told him I'd bring it over here, and you appreciate that, don't you? Yes or no? Yes, but, but... Well, it's a cold day, and I stopped for a cup of coffee. You grudge me that. Yes or no? Of course not, though. Okay, nine sixty-two including the coffee.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, here's $10, Mr. Oldtimer,
2: and thank you very
3: much. No, forget it, We're Glad to do it. You ain't sure about the coffee, Johnny. Oh, no, 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 but I still don't know why, according to this bill, you had to pay 85 cents for a cup of coffee.
1: I like sugar in it. Oh,
4: <laughs> oh my. <laughs>
1: well, thanks for stopping by with the
3: stuff, Old Timer. And I don't mind about the coffee. <laughs> What's an extra little chisel among all these tools?
1: <laughs>
4: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> the way I hear it, one feller says, the other fella says, say, say, told me. <laughs> My doctor done told me to eat a lot of carrots. i have tried it and it sure builds up your resistance. Is that true? So? says color color To colds? No, says the first feller, to carrots.
4: <laughs> well,
1: see you later, kids. <laughs>
2: When did you order
3: these tools? Yesterday, when you first started thinking about the footstool.
2: Say, I didn't realize you knew I was even looking at that advertisement. (laughs) Have you got eyes in the back of your head?
3: No, but I got a head in the back of my eyes. (laughs) Now look, you know what I'm going to do?
2: Wait till I cross my fingers. (laughs) All right, what are you going to (laughs) do? I'm
3: going to bring my tools to stuff upstairs here and work in the living room.
2: Oh, no. You Uh, might wake Uncle Dennis McGee. He's asleep, you know. He
3: is? Yes. I thought he was going out with a bunch of fellas for some gin rummy.
2: Well, he did, but uh, when he found out it was a card game, he came
3: home. <laughs> well, I'll hammer real quietly. I wouldn't disturb the old... F- oh, doggone it, and I wanted to get to work. Who's at the door?
2: Let me peep. Uh-oh, Mrs. Uffington.
3: Ah, dear old Uppy, the salt of the earth.
2: You really think so?
3: I sure do. You can't take much of her at a time. <laughs> And it takes a good shaking to get her to come out in wet weather. <laughs> come in.
4: Oh, hello,
2: Abigail. Oh, how do
3: you do, my dear? And Mr. McGee. Hi, right, babe. What's new in the name?
5: <laughs> oh, Mrs. McGee. Don't you simply adore your
2: husband when he's in one of those clever moods? Well, I wouldn't say adore, Abigail. Tolerate would be more appropriate. But uh, what can we do for you? Well, I just stopped in to
5: ask you both over for a fish dinner tomorrow evening. My brother has sent me some marvelous mountain
2: trout.
3: Oh, boy, that's for me, Uppy. I love trout. And they better be good, too, because I'm an expert on fish. Oh,
2: really? Oh, indeed he is, Abigail. I wish I could tell you what those old fishermen up in Oregon said about McGee last summer. (laughs) Well, uh, why can't you? (laughs) Well, because I'm too much of a lady, for one thing.
4: (laughs)
3: And for another thing, it ain't true. I still don't know how that mousetrap got on the end of my fish line.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, did I ever tell you how I caught the big trout in the Pahushka pool, Luffy? Oh, no,
2: I don't believe you did, Miss McGee. That's right, Abigail. I believe you are the one he didn't tell.
3: <laughs> well, sir, the Pahushka pool was a kind of a little wide place in the Pahushka River away up in South Wikia, or Wiki up Oregon, <laughs> There was a trout in there three feet long, and nobody would ever been able to catch him till I come along.
5: Oh, good heavens, how thrilling. Did you use some special kind of
3: bait, Mr. McGee? Yeah. I caught him with a Mack truck.
2: <laughs> a Mack truck? Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
3: yes, sir. I was standing in the middle of the Pahushka pool one day, all ready to cast, when along the road comes a wholesale drug truck. The driver was so busy watching me that he lost control of the truck, hit the bridge approach, run the thing off the bridge right into the Pahushka pool. And quicks flash! all the water run into the truck, drying up the pahooska pool, and I walked over and picked up that big trout right out of the mud. Uh, my goodness, Mr. McGee, that's astounding. Uh, but why should all the water run into the truck? It was hauling a load of sponges.
2: <laughs> oh, I tried. And uh, speaking of sponges, Abigail, we'll be very glad to come to dinner.
4: <laughs> Splendid.
3: Hey, wait a minute. Uh, we'll come on one condition, Uppy. Oh, what is that, Miss McGee? As air raid warden around here, I had complaints about you. you got a promise to get some heavy curtains or something and black out your house.
5: Very well, Miss McGee. I shall naturally do anything to cooperate, although I consider the whole thing very, very silly. Oh, now,
2: Abigail, that's not the right attitude at all. What's silly about covering up your windows? <laughs>
5: oh, Miss McGee, you're so naive, really if the Japanese or the Germans should come to Wistful Vista, they'll be far too busy to go about peeping into people's windows. <laughs>
3: legs all sawed off. Both the same length, too.
2: Well, wonderful. But I'd prefer a footstool with four legs. I don't want to have to learn to ride it like a bicycle.
3: Don't kid me. I'm going to make two more. You talk like I was an amateur. Uh... You
2: have to hurry, McGee. I have the needlepoint cover almost finished for the footstool.
3: Huh? Look, isn't it pretty? Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. What kind of purple flowers are those?
2: Transibulis. Transibulis?
3: <laughs> I never heard of him.
2: Of course you haven't. I made him up. (laughs) I thought that roses were so ordinary that I might as well... Oh, Oh, dear. Come in. Oh, good day, Mayor Latrivia. Come right in. Oh, hi,
3: Latrivia. Just the guy I wanted to see. You wish to see me, McGee?
2: (laughs) Yes. I think he wants to apologize, Mr. Mayor.
3: I do, Latrivia. I do. I want to apologize for thinking you were a crook last week. I'm
0: sorry. Well, that's quite all right, McGee. I'll admit the appearances were against me. I accept your apology. Uh, okay. Thank
2: you, Mr. Mayor. And just to show there are no hard feelings, why don't you come to dinner tomorrow night?
3: Hey, Molly, we're going to Uppies tomorrow night.
2: Oh, yeah. How about Thursday night, Mr. Mayor?
3: Splendid, Mrs. McGee. Thank you very much. And bring your wife, Latrivia. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think that I...
2: Finger.
3: I'm sorry, Mrs. McGee, but to be frank... To be frank, we ain't good enough to meet your wife, is that it? Why, if you ain't the stuck-up and a snob... McGee! Good. Huh?
2: Maybe Mayor Latrivia has some good reason he doesn't want to bring his wife.
3: I have? A very good reason. You see, There Mrs. can't be any good reason for that. Latrivia's just high-half, that's all. Why, Now, me... just a minute, McGee. If you can restrain your impetuosity for a brief interval... And never mind the big words, either. I know what you mean. You ain't fooling me with them jawbreakers, Latrivia. Now, nah, McGee. He only said I that... know what he said, Molly. And I don't take that from anybody. McGee,
0: I merely attempted to interpolate a few words to indicate that you are irretrievably, yes, even incongruously in error. If you think. That's enough,
1: Latrivia.
2: Take
3: off
1: your coat. <laughs>
2: Stop this, McGee. You're just excited, dearie. I'm sure Mary LaTrivia can explain uh, himself.
0: To McGee, I wouldn't consider it necessary, Mrs. McGee, but to you, yes. Yeah?
3: Well, it better be good, too, bud. That's all I gotta say, McGee, too. McGee.
2: Let the mayor talk. Why can't you bring your wife, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, why?
1: Well, if you think I'm going out and get married, just so I can bring a wife to your family clanmate, McGee, you're tripping wet. I'll see you for dinner Thursday. <laughs>
2: Shame, McGee?
3: Shamed (laughs) and chagrined. How did I know he wasn't married? Gee, that was a natural mistake. You know,
2: I thought he was married myself. Yeah. Seventy days, McGee. If you could get a lovely girl like me,
3: certainly he ought to be able to find one. (laughs) Well, I suppose that's the difference between having a character and being one. Now, what was I doing before he. Oh, yeah. It's all over my rug, dearie. Oh, don't worry. I got newspapers spread around, haven't I? Only amateurs make a mess of this stuff. I'm an expert.
6: So
2: you've
3: told me. You certainly talk a wonderful little footstool. Well, oh, I build one, too. I remember one time... In... Hey, where's the saw?
4: In your hand.
3: Oh, yeah. I remember one time I was up to North to tell you... Don't throw me, sir.
0: Stand what? Oh, sawing wood, pounding nails into it, cutting it to pieces, scratching it all up. It'd break my heart. You know why?
2: No, why?
0: Don't go away, folks. (laughs) Our Mr. Wilcox feels very deeply
3: about certain things, and we don't like to discourage the enthusiasms of a grown boy. (laughs) Makes him sensitive.
0: (laughs) Why don't you like to do carpet drinks, (laughs) Sonny? Well, I guess I've spent too many years selling people on the idea of protecting and beautifying wood surfaces. Ever, you know, Johnson's Wax, <laughs> bringing out the natural luster and charm of furniture and floors, showing people how they can protect their wood, not deface it.
2: I understand perfectly, Mr. Wilcox. Sure you do, Molly.
0: Any housewife understands. They know that with Johnson's Wax, their woodwork and furniture and floors are practically everlasting, to say nothing of ever beautiful. Just like Johnson's self-polishing glow coat preserves and protects linoleum against dirt and wear. And there's never been a time when it was more important to take better care of our possessions and make them last longer. You see what I mean? You see what I mean, folks? He means it. Well, why shouldn't I? Oh, you should. You should.
3: But is it really true, Harlow, that you wrote your congressman and told him to start a movement to have the capital of the
2: United
0: States move to Racine, Wisconsin? <laughs> oh, that was just a suggestion. But look, what I came over for was to ask about Lillian. Oh,
2: our horse. Well, she's just fine, Miss
0: Wilcox. Oh, that's good. Now, uh, look, I brought her a little gift. Oh, look, Molly. Four horseshoes made out of felt. Ah.
4: Oh.
0: Yeah, just something for Lillian to wear lounging around in the garage. <laughs> Those open-heeled iron shoes of hers must get pretty tiring on that cement floor. Just tell her they're from Uncle Harlow. So long now. Oh.
2: sweet thought, McGee, bedroom slippers for Lillian.
3: Yeah. Now all she needs is a smoking blanket and a subscription to town and country. Oh,
2: well. Say, how you doing,
3: McGee? Oh, swell. Well. I got the legs all made. All I got... Hey, where are you going?
2: Well, I've got to go upstairs and get some more yarn for my needlepoint, dearie. I'll be back before you can say, all oh, these legs are too short.
3: They are not too short. They're perfect. If Betty Grable was a footstool and had legs like these. I'll be... Oh, hello, oh, little girl. Don't bother me now. I'm busy.
7: Busy doing what, mister? What you doing? What you?
3: Well, sis, at the moment, I'm on the verge of merging this virgin timber into a footstool. So <laughs> beat it, will you? You distract me.
7: Can I use your phone, mister? Can I please? Hmm? Ah, you better not,
3: sis. I'm too busy.
7: Well, gee, mister, now, I
3: just... quiet, sis. Quiet. I'm trying to think. Now, let's see. Do I take
7: the phone. Hey, mister. Huh? Why this wood have not holes in it, And why does it?
3: I don't know. Honestly, if I take off.
7: past me... Why does all wood have those funny marks there, mister?
3: I don't know, sis. I put it down here to put
7: the data what i there. Hey, mister, why does wood smell so good when you saw it? Why does it? I don't know. You don't mind if I ask questions do you, mister?
3: Oh, of course not. How else can you learn anything?
7: <laughs> now, can I use your telephone, mister? Hmm? A no, no,
3: no, no. Now take it easy, sis. Relax.
7: All righty. Now let's see. Hey, mister, what's the ice pick for?
3: That isn't the ice pick, sis. That's a all.
7: Hm?
3: It's a all.
7: It's a all of what? That's
3: all. Just the all. That's what they call it. A all.
7: You mean that's what they all call it? <laughs> sure. But what is it? I just told Jay it's a all. Okay. Well, see if I think... Hey, mister Hmm? Can I use your phone? Hmm, can I? Hmm? May I? Hmm? I said may I? Why not? It's your phone.
3: You shouldn't say can I do this or that, Fish. You should say may I.
7: May I what? Well,
3: may I use your phone or whatever it is you want to do.
7: What do you want to do? I want to use your phone. Can I? Okay,
3: okay. okay. <laughs> Go ahead and use it, but make it snappy.
7: Okay. Huh? Well,
3: somebody in the police department, says
7: No. Well, then you haven't got any business bothering me. Okay, mister, I just want to tell them. No, well, never mind.
3: They ain't interested in your cat running away or your tortoise being turtle-napped or... But gee, this.
7: mister, this was important.
3: What's important? Come on, tell Uncle Fibber all about it.
7: Well... When I came past Uncle Fibber's house, I saw some men taking a spare car off his car out in front. And... <laughs> you did, huh?
3: <laughs> well, that's very interesting. Now, let's see. What? Why the spare tire? Get back on that phone, sis. Call the police. Just don't stand there. Shoot them!
4: <laughs>
0: the King's Men and the Army Air Corps March.
4: Off we go.
3: she is, Molly. There's your footstool. All done. Good for you, McGee, and
2: a handsome job, too. Thank you very much.
3: Oh, it was nothing that any red-blooded American boy couldn't have done. <laughs> All it these now is a coat of shellac and some Johnson's wax, and you'd never know from the picture in the advertisement. Ah, when I think of what I Come in. Package for Mrs. McGee.
1: Sign here, please.
2: All right. And thank you very much.
1: Oh, that's okay, lady. If circumstances was reversed, and I was the customer, and you was a delivery man... I'm sure yours would be glad to be a service, too. That's the way I feel about it. Philosophical. <laughs> Good for you, bud. And for your
3: cheerfulness and all, here's the nickel for you. Uh, it's
6: getting so you can't even depend on philosophy.
3: <laughs> What's in that package, Molly? More yarn for your needlepoint? No, I just thought of it. Ah, oh, for the love of Mike. Come in. Hello, folks. <laughs> Wimp? Glad you drooped in. You look kind of
2: troubled. Yes. What's the matter?
6: No. Sweetie Face and I had words. Words, eh? Yes. We had words. Only I didn't get a chance to use mine.
2: My, my. Well, what was the argument? Well, it
6: all started as a gag, you might say, Mrs. McGee. What was the gag, Wimp? An old bandana a handkerchief. She crams in my mouth.
2: Well, now listen, you shouldn't let her do all those things to you, Mr. Wimple. Assert yourself. Be a
3: caveman.
6: Oh, I tried that too, Mrs. Wimple. I tried being a caveman for a whole week. once.
3: What happened, Wimp?
6: Oh, Sweetie Face crawled in the cave after me and dragged me home.
2: Someday it'll all change, Mr. Wimple, and you'll make her respect
6: you. I really hope so, Mrs. Wimple. Sometimes I think I just can't stand it any longer. Like yesterday, for instance. I really gave vent to my feelings then.
3: You did, really?
6: Oh, indeed I did. I was really in a rage. I said, look here, sweetie face, I said, I've had enough of this treatment. From now on, I'm going to be the boss around here, I said. Starting today, I'll give the orders. Oh, heavenly days, and then what? Then I dialed our number, but she wasn't at home.
3: Some night you'll say that stuff in your sleep, Wimp, and then you will be in a vehicle.
6: Oh, I know, Mr. McGee. I've had that experience, too. I told Sweetie Faith exactly what I thought once while I was sleeping in the Davenport. Oh, my. Was she angry? Oh, was she angry? First she picked up a book like this and threw it through a window like this. Oh, hey! So
4: Wait a minute, Wimple. We didn't mean And
6: to. then she threw a lamp on the floor like this. Oh,
4: no, please, Mr. Wimple. And then Mr. she
6: really threw a and picked up a little footstool like this and literally tore
4: it apart. Oh, hey!
5: No! I just made that footstool, Wimple. Don't
6: do that with my footstool. Oh! My oh. Can you imagine such a woman, folks? I'm just so discouraged. I'm going right out and shoot myself. A game of pool.
1: He's discouraged.
2: Can you imagine that? Look at that broken window. Look at the floor lamp.
3: Don't look at those. Look at my new footstool. Smash the smithereens. Now I'll have to start all over. No. No, you won't either.
2: Huh? Here's the one I ordered from the
4: bonfons. That's
2: the
3: package that just came. What? You knew I was going to make one and you still ordered that one from the bonfons? Did you know this was going to happen? Can you see into the future? No, but
2: I can remember the past. <laughs>
0: all through my house, looking things over carefully to see which ones would be difficult to replace. When I got to the uh, kitchen, the kit, I, of course, noticed the stove, refrigerator, and other items made with metals. And then all of a sudden, I realized that our linoleum is made of ingredients that aren't easy to get. I'm glad we have Johnson's self-polishing glow coat in our house so we can protect that linoleum and make it last. Linoleum, which is protected with glow coat regularly, will last at least five to ten times longer than if it's unprotected. Glowcoat has other primary advantages besides protection. It saves work because it's self-polishing, needs no rubbing or buffing, and it makes kitchen floors beautiful, keeps the colors bright. If I were you, I would protect my floors from now on with Johnson self-polishing glow coat.
2: Why not you settle down? You're so restless, you make me nervous. Oh, I
3: can't help it, Molly. I want to do something about this war. I want to get in and help. Well, my goodness, you've been buying defense bonds for all your worth. Yeah, but that's no sacrifice. That's just a darn good investment. I want to really get in there and pitch.
2: I want to fight. Oh, but you're a little overage for that, dear. I'm afraid you'll have to be one of the men behind the men behind the guns.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm not so old. I'd make a wonderful captain of artillery.
2: No. No, you just stay on the radio, dearie, and be a kernel of corn. Good night. Good
4: night, all.
0: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's black finishes for home and industry, inviting you all to be with us
1: again next Tuesday night. Good night.